one no one would understand. That's the point. Oh, never mind. We're live anyway. Welcome to another installment of Final Scoop. My name is Robert Chinesky, the supplement engineer. Joining me as always is my international cavalcade of compatriots. Lucas Troublemaker Rikowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology. Robert Samborski, the Russian crusher of pollen nutrition. And we don't have Babyface just yet. He might be joining us in a little bit. But uh, thank you guys all for joining us today. You got any comments, questions, queries, quips, smart-ass remarks, feel free to post them up in the comments section. It like seems like your comment's not getting through. Hop on over to Twitch. That seems to be a little bit more uh, forgiving with the words and phrasing and things like that and the, the length of the uh, comment that you want to post. Uh, but yeah, we have a special edition episode today because there's just, frankly, there's a lot of shit happening in the supplement industry. And we wanted, we've been talking for a while about making this uh, a twice a week occurrence with a final scoop. So this is our first foray into trying an extra episode per week. Uh, if you guys like more content, uh, drop us a comment down below. Let us know if you don't like it and you don't want to see us as frequently, let us know that as well. And then we will uh, make sure we're not as around as often. So Robbie, first off, we need to share with the listeners just what you've been up to because you are not broadcasting from your humble abode in Jersey. You are actually doing some much highly sought after research in. What a dick. (laughs) (laughs) The Red Light Secret Museum of Prostitution. So what alluring exhibits did you find there, Robbie? He's copying me, but he he did it the better way, man. Well, you know what? I figured out that, you know, Lucas and I are obviously competing who is the biggest asshole in the industry. And Lucas seems to be winning sometimes, and I can't let him have it. So since Lucas is visiting those places in Poland, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go to the capital of everything, to to Amsterdam. I'm going to tell Lucas to go fuck himself. So yeah, Robbie, for all the listeners out there that have no idea what in the world we're talking about, I just flashed up a couple of pictures. The first was Red Light Secrets Museum of Prostitution in uh, good old Amsterdam. So uh, what's going on in Amsterdam, Robbie? Why are you there in the first place? Well, I, I was actually, I was supposed to be in Moscow this week. And, uh, and due to the lockdowns and very, very strict rules that they implemented recently, uh, I had to cancel the trip. And uh, for a while now, I've been, uh, I wanted to come here and um, just for fun to train with my, uh, with my friend also, uh, who owns one of the best kickboxing schools. So it was like, basically, let's go and have fun. And then, and I guess I can reveal it because, I mean, it's really no secret, but, uh, and, you know, nothing to report, at least not yet. But uh, Lucas played a huge role in introducing me to his boss, Lars, the owner of Prometheus. And since, you know, I was planning to come here for a few days, I thought that would be fun if he would, uh, you know, if he would like to meet. Um, he accepted, uh, you know, in me inviting myself to to visit him, basically. And uh, Lucas, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, it. It really means a lot to me. Lars turned out to be just a fucking great guy down to earth exactly like lucas describes him because lucas and i definitely share something in common <laughs> we straight shooters and we call it like it is and the guy turned out to be exactly like lucas described just one one of a kind very down to earth um you know we were talking shit for about three hours talking business uh i mean it wasn't like a business upon prometheus so i don't want anyone to make any assumptions because if there's anything to report obviously i would but of course we touched upon you know 
the the growth of our nutrition, uh, you know, the changes that Europe is going through right now, and uh, different things, and just uh, you know, industry in general. So it was a lot of fun. Basically, you know, it took the whole day yesterday because it's about two hour two hour on a train to Amman, which is uh, where Prometheus is based, uh, right on the border with Germany. It just was a phenomenal, great time. So you know, I, I want to basically live publicly thank Lucas for everything he's done in general for Apollo Nutrition. He helped us to grow. I know he doesn't like when I say it, but it's the truth. And he's a very humble fuck. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, Lucas, really appreciate your friendship. Uh, a, a lot that has happened, the positive things are thanks to you and I value our friendship. Thanks a lot, man. Okay. Now that I was nice to you, I'm going to be an asshole again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So don't get used to it. Yes. Is this Lars the founder? <laughs> What's that? Is Lars the founder slash owner of Prometheus, or is he yeah. just like you up your? Okay. So do you think he would be a good guest to get on the podcast? We could have uh, him on here. I think he would be phenomenal, but that is uh, Lucas's expertise, and it's Lucas's thing. So I mean, I don't know if he would agree or if it's something that he does or would do. Uh, but to be honest with you, he would be fucking phenomenal. The guy is extremely intelligent, extremely funny, very, very down to earth and very easygoing. You know, just like, you know, within five minutes, you feel like you met a friend. Okay. Yeah, because that's what we've had brand owners on here. We've had athletes on here. We had we've had researchers on 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 the show just across like here and the, the supplement engineer podcast is what I mean when I say we've had it you know, but one area where we haven't really had a lot on is manufacturing or distribution and that's you know two areas where I think like just overall content for the channel is kind of lacking so I think you know going forward we need to make sure we get some of those guys on here too I, I think I, that could give a unique I, insight. I don't wanna I don't wanna speak about uh, you know as far as as far as doing a podcast with Lars but. Yeah, but I will make sure to ask him and put the, the word out there. So if you will be willing to do the show, then definitely I will let you guys know. Yeah, I mean, uh, from my personal, you know, experience now and, you know, feedback, uh, again, if you would agree, that would be awesome just because he's not boring, you know, mm -hmm. uh, no hard feelings and fuck you all who is offended by it. But most of the guys in the industry are fucking boring as hell and uh, not exciting this guy is you know it's just we could talk probably for hours and hours and hours just an amazing guy and the story i mean to be honest with you i didn't know what to expect and i've never seen him i've never seen a picture of him i've never interacted with him and why when i got in um the 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 train to Ammon was very very it's not complicated you need to change trains like once or twice but still the train system in Holland is in Europe in general is just phenomenal so it's easy but when I arrived in Ammon it was very hard to find a taxi mm -hmm. um, you know I mean so it's a very rural kind of place it was very very hard I mean it took me about thirty or forty minutes to finally be able to get a taxi. Uh, once I got to the place, I was late because I told them I'll be there before 1 p.m. But I was I was late by about 30 minutes or so. And the first thing he said to me, he says, I sent you an email, which I didn't read. And uh, he goes like, I would have sent a car for you. He says, it's not a problem at all. And somebody actually drove me, a uh, great guy that works there, forgot his name. He drove me back to the train station as well. Um, and... Uh, you know, the whole experience is like so humbling just to meet somebody like that. And um, 
I, I expected, to be honest, uh, somebody who is like in his 60s, <laughs> you know, old man uh, and wearing a suit or something like that. Here comes this guy who is in great shape. Uh, I believe he's around my age, like 44, 45. And um, phenomenal shape. Just like, you know, he clearly lives the lifestyle and dressed to impress yeah. and very fashionable, extremely fashionable, looks like a fucking model. And uh, exactly, exactly what you would not expect, mm -hmm. you know, you had you would picture somebody else. So I think he's a fascinating person. If you would agree, I think it's probably would be, I can assure you it would be one of our best guests. Okay. All right. Well, Lucas, put that, put that bug in his ear and then let it, let it kind of just infest and crawl around. And Help. He really likes Lucas. You guys. That's good. We like Lucas too. So we're not going to go anywhere. Jojo. Hey guys. You changed your uh, you changed your avatar, Jojo. Also, and also he passed the uh, the drug test for the the show that he competed in. So the only supplements he used were from a certain company, and uh, you know, nice and clean. Wow. Got his OCB, got his OCB card and everything. So uh, yeah. Once again, congrats, congrats on the show. You look really good. So yeah, congrats, congrats yeah. And on behalf of Robbie, thanks for uh, supporting Apollo. Great based final scoop uh, i mentioned this the other day when i was talking with uh justin i said i had no idea what the hell based meant jiffy left led that comment on a couple of our previous episodes it said base and i said what the hell does that mean and he basically said it means cool good something like that so it's yet another term that i i have i'm just i'm not i'm not up with the cool kids apparently i don't understand like 50 percent of english words and this word is just like <laughs> on another level so you lost me, man. Yeah, it's it just it's it's new lingo. Like we put we assign new definitions to things. Like people don't say inspiration anymore; they say inspo or merch instead of merchandise and all these other kind of. I just I don't get it. Why why do we have to shorten everything or give other words new meanings or anything like that? I just um, Americans are weird. That that's the only thing I can say. It's Americans are fucking weird. When I talk when I talk with like with Shane. Uh, it's always need to be my radio always needs to be adjusted, you know, just to like make sure that I understand what <laughs> lingo, you know. When I talk with, with Americans, it's whole other level. Scottish yeah. person and English, I, I I just don't understand at all. So yeah. If we all just spoke Polish, it would be so much easier. Oh man, that would be so much better. <laughs> but uh, Chapilla, we haven't seen you in a while, Chapilla. Hope all's well, man. And good old Brooke. This is new, Brooke. We're experimenting with uh, maybe bumping the podcast to twice a week. So we, we don't know. Assuming we do this twice a week, I'm not sure which day we're going to do it. Maybe Saturday and Tuesday. Because I feel like Thursday and Saturday might be too close together because that really is only like a day and a half worth of news items. But then again, there's there's a never-ending shit, shit pile of stuff that strolls across our desks on a, on a daily basis. Plus, we get questions from you lovely people that uh, accumulate. It could keep things fresh. Yeah, comment down below what you guys think. If if we should do like uh, two shows per week or uh, or what, and maybe you can suggest like what what they would be a good a good time for you. But we were just thinking, and I was I also dropped the this this idea just to make uh, like two two episodes per week, so that yeah. would be like interesting. Oh. Uh, we lost Robbie. He's apparently been hacked. Just for a second. He's trying okay. to connect. He must be. 
Smitch, subs on deck. Definitely twice a week would be awesome. Well, we appreciate it. It was awesome meeting you at the, uh, finally getting to meet you in person at the uh, Apollo event too, Mitch. Brooke, I'm messing with databases, so this is helpful just to listen to. Well, good. Anything we can do to help make the uh, workday pass by faster is a good thing. More is better. More is always better. Especially with stems, right, Lucas? Oh, yeah, man. Always with stems, the world is much better. Agreed. What's up? Simply too deep. How are you? There he is. The good-looking individual on the panel. Yeah. Robbie, yeah. you there? There's folk, man. Hey, I'm here. I can hear you. Like I said, the connection So I try my best. Okay. Two final scoops? Yes, please. Double scoop. We're doing great. Thank you for joining. You got any supplement, fitness, nutrition questions, or uh, anything random off the wall? We're, uh, we're good with all of that, too. <clears throat> and I think Robbie... We need to send Robbie. We're going to establish a GoFundMe now for Robbie's internet in Amsterdam because apparently it's screwed six ways from Sunday. It's always hard to connect, you know, especially when you're traveling. Yeah. So. I'm not hearing anything on. Yeah. Not at this time, but I'll listen and learn about all this stuff. Okay. Well, while we uh, wait for Robbie to get his internet back uh, normal or for the Wi-Fi signal to catch up, then uh, we'll get onto the first main event topic of the day. And you guys got any other questions, uh, feel free to get them in there and we'll get around to all of them. Jojo, not two scoops after a tolerance break. No, that, that could be that could be a bit much. But the way you've been crushing the uh, the high stem products lately, you might you might be on the on the do for a, a stem break there, Jojo. All right, Lucas. The first one that uh, Shane sent us last night, and hopefully yeah, go. he's got time to jump on this because uh, this will be good. All right, let's go with the show. Caged Muscle. Now, this is a brand that we've uh, shit on, for lack of a better term, a few times this year with the uh, micro encapsulated glutamine, um, the Caged Sport. You know, both of those are very substandard, in my opinion, offerings mm -hmm. for a company that has a pretty good reputation and a pretty good formulas like some i think their pre-workout is a good that, that term daily driver gets thrown around a lot and yeah i mean it's, it's good it's 245 mg of caffeine it's got some good doses of like citrulline and whatnot does it need bcaa's anymore in there i don't think so i mean it's kind of like pre-gym and the same guy that formulated gym formulated pre-caged um so it's it's a little bit antiquated but it's still a decent pre-workout by you know especially when you compare it to some of the other underdose drivel on the market but courtesy of Shane last night found this little gem being advertised on caged muscles website and has a, has a pleasant little write up here. And then we've got the supplement facts. Yeah, uh, so for a, uh, you know, they're do they're using the premium quality forms of the B6 and B12 and the paradoxal five phosphate and the methyl cobalamin. So that's off to a good start. They're also using magnesium citrate, which is more bioavailable than magnesium oxide. So that's, that's a good start right there. Uh, 10 grams of L-citrulline. Now, that is the max clinically studied dose from everything that we've got before. You know, anywhere between 2.4 is the lowest effective dose that I've seen used. It was in a cycling study on endurance athletes. And 10 milligrams, that's kind of the level where 
above that, you might start to experience some GI distress and or it, the citrulline just gets converted and, you know, you're overfilling the gas tank at that spin. It's just spilling out and you're not really getting more nitric oxide or more increases in arginine above that. We got 3.2 of the beta alanine as carnosine. Great dose there. Three grams of creatine monohydrate. Solid dose there. An additional two grams of creatine nitrate as NO3T. Two and a half grams of betaine. 1,500 milligrams of L-carnitine L-tartrate which I've heard right now, like everything else has been absurdly expensive and damn near impossible to find on the market. Um, two grams of taurine, great dose there, 150 milligrams of L of ATP, one of my favorite ingredients. Two and a half of L-tyrosine. I'm really glad to see that because their previous one, I think had a combination of regular L-taurine and N-acetyl L-tyrosine. Uh, so I'm glad to see just the regular L-tyrosine here. 388 milligrams caffeine um, from pure calf and Amity. Oh, so this is something interesting that I uh, was talking with. I made a comment in our group chat last night. I thought, so the Amity is a 20% yield of caffeine, but that's already been taken into account here. So it's 360 plus 20 is going to give you the 388. And then we're getting 300 milligrams of alpha GPC. So 150 milligrams yield since it's the alpha size and 100 micrograms of Hooperzine. So, but you, also, but you also got another dose of Amati. I, I think that's I think that's the included. So it's insane from pure calf, and I think it's I think it's lopping in this. Yeah, it looks like it's included. It's included. Hey, there's Robbie. We can hear you uh -huh. again. Okay, good. Yeah, we can hear you now. Uh, let me go back to this. Okay, all right. But yeah, I mean, all in all, a 36 gram scoop. That's a heaping freaking scoop. Um. Quality doses of everything here. I, I mean, I don't really have any complaints. You could say maybe you want caffeine. It's like some individuals want higher caffeine, some want a little bit less. But overall, I mean, I think this is a considerable step up all around for for cage muscle, and it's befitting of the. You no, know, they title. actually have, they they pre cage. I believe also was like thirty plus grams uh, serving, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. But some of it was, if I'm not mistaken, also the BCA bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so this formula is a huge, huge, huge step up. I mean, honestly, uh, even for us who are very critical, it's very hard to pick on this formula. It's uh, uh, the, the only thing, and I said it in our group text, is like, uh, you know, I would lower slightly the citrulline, not because it's bad or anything like that, not for that reason, just because it's so expensive. So by lowering that, I would bump that money into a full dose of uh, alpha GPC. That's the only, but that's like literally nitpicking. Uh, overall, you know, it's such a minor thing that, um, you know, this formula and cage, they, you know, credit has to be given where credit due. And this is an awesome formula, probably one of my favorites this year. 388 of caffeine, a, for me, anything above, uh, I don't like less than 300, although like 200 can be, can work fine too. That's no, no issues for me, but typically I like like anything above 300 uh, is solid. I think 388 is very, very good dose. So there's really nothing to pick on this formula. Like I said, other than that minor thing, cause I just like everything, you know, me like fully, fully, fully dosed. So, I mean, citrulline is dosed through the fucking roof and still good. But uh, I would just like, if Alpha GPC was at 600, this is like, this is, might be, uh, you know, and I always take a pawn aside because that wouldn't be right, you know, to compare and be biased. But to look at it, uh, 
you know, as an outsider or maybe even a reviewer or whatever, this is probably one of my favorite formulas this year, if not the favorite. Yeah, man, I, I really like this formula. Um, I think just flipping back between the original caged, uh, like I was mentioning there, they had a, a gram of N-acetyl-tyrosine and that. So you're getting 1,850 here, but we've got two and a half grams of the actual L-tyrosine in the new formula. They've removed the spectra. Uh, we're getting double the dose of creatine, so we're getting three full grams of creatine. And I still think, for my money, creatine monohydrate is still superior and cheaper than creatine hydrochloride. Um, double the dose of beta-alanine. We got rid of all of this, you know, space filler is all we're going to say there. And you've got an extra three and a half grams of L-citrulline. Great I mean, formula, but without a doubt, great formula, great job. Like literally, you know, nitpicking is one thing, but to be honest, I mean, I wouldn't have anything negative to say about this. This is good. And this is, you know what? We talked about the other brand that I'm sure we're going to talk about a little bit later, but uh, the emphasis here is clearly on making a better formula. This is what I, I'm so impressed with. And, you know, we shit on Caged quite a bit. Uh, there is nothing negative you can say about this uh, formula. It's just that good. And especially comparing to the previous one, this is a big step up. And, uh, you know, would I consider it a hardcore? Um, not necessarily, but I wouldn't even, uh, but I wouldn't consider it a mainstream either. This is great for athletic performance. This is, will help you with performing in a gym. Uh, this will do exactly what it's supposed to do um you know on, on all levels maybe it won't give you crazy sustained energy for hours but also that's not always necessary you know this is more than enough energy for an average joe and even an experienced person the pumps are going to be ridiculous the power between creatine and 11 atp is going to be solid um focus is going to be very decent so i think that this is it i mean this is a perfect example of what every brand in my opinion should do concentrate on making releasing something v2 v25 or whatever but the next version you know this is how it should be done you know what i wouldn't call it like a redemption or something like this but you know it's good to see that you know after releasing like uh you know more like a mainstream type of a pre-workout you know the the sport edition they decided you know okay we we launched like a, a basic pre-workout so let's you know focus now on like a, a crowd that is like more i would say like uh uh happy to to invest invest in like in more uh, in more clinical and more well-dosed type of a product and let's produce something unique and you know that's what they did here so I'm happy that, you know, they, they launched this formula, which is like a really well all around, you know, uh, pre that touch bases, like basically like every aspect of, of, uh, of a good pre-workout. So from like hydration to pump to power to uh, good energy focus. So it, it touches all the bases. So I think that that's really good. Uh, to see from caged muscle and you know that's that's uh, another great release for this year so yeah I, I really appreciate that and you know that's what we love to to see you know uh, from the brands in from the industry when they are like trying to do something something different and putting like stuff like this so yeah and especially now when the prices of the ingredients are so messed up you know so 
that's also a good point, you know? Absolutely, yeah. The flavors, it's going to come in two flavors, strawberry lemonade, glacier grape, 20 servings per tub. Uh, I clicked the link, but apparently it's not live on their website yet for whatever reason. So I'm, I'm curious to see the price tag. I got to imagine this being at least $2 to 250 per serving on the consumer end. So you're looking at least like $50, $55, maybe $60. Uh, and this formula justifies it no problem considering, you know, the, the prices of ingredients today. Uh, I personally would not have a problem paying anywhere between $50 to $60 for this. I mean, yeah, you, you get it to pay for. Yeah, this is a great formula. So, you know, I, I know that because I've experienced that when if somebody's going to say that, you know, it's pricey or whatever, you get what you pay for. This is a great formula worth the price. Yeah, I'm I, always uh, I'm always willing to pay, you know, premium for uh, for a product that, you know, that is worth it. So basically, when I see when I see stuff like this, I'm always like ready to pay. So just like take my money, you know, and just like go run with it. But I need to also uh, want to say one thing: the, the design of the, of the tops and the new look is is really is really solid. It's 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 really it's really nice. It's it's simple, but at the same time, it brings an eye. So yeah, that's that's also a good touch. I wonder if they're going to roll this out across the rest of the lineup as well. Because I mean, I like I like the other caged products and everything. I mean, I like the labels of them now. I don't even really think they need to be tweaked or updated. I like this overall um mm -hmm. one other thing i would say for consumers that are considering purchasing this product um don't just mix this up in like eight ounces of water or 12 ounces or even 60 i would say like you need at least 20 ounces of water 36 grams to promote the most efficient absorption possible uh use use enough water drink plenty of water with this thing because a lot of these ingredients work off hydration yeah, for the love of the God, please, 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 don't dry scoop this shit, you know? No. Just I mean, mix. It's as big as a protein powder scoop right there, the 36 yeah. grams. Mix it with water and just drink it like a human. Yeah. Good formula. Brooke, I don't know if I could ever forgive them for the glutamine. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Definitely better than version one. Yeah, I don't know if this is re outright replacing... Uh, pre-caged, because I still think that that pre-caged is going to stick around. I mean, that was their flagship pre-workout. Um, like we were talking about before, this is uh, their Elite Series. So we've seen this with Cellucor and a few other brands where they have their base product. And then Cellucor came out with like the Dynasty version, the Ultimate version, and all of that stuff. So, you know, do, does the average beginner need this much stuff? No. Uh, so, I mean, they're, they're fine going with a regular pre-caged, or they may not have the funds. They may not want to spend $60 on a pre-workout. They may only want to spend 20 or 30. Um, and I think that's fine. If you're just getting started in the gym, do you need to go balls to the wall and dose everything out? No, you don't have to. Um, so it's, uh, but yeah, I like that. And I, I don't think it's actually replacing it, but, uh, I, I do think for an elite series, it is befitting of the name. Uh, any thoughts on Andrew Huberman's recommendation for Natty test stack? I don't know who Andrew Huberman is or what his Natty Test Stack recommendation is. It's a combination of Paducia and uh, Long Jack, Tongatali. Okay, so Long Jack and Fiducia? Yeah. That's fine. I mean, Long Jack's going to give you a good libido boost. Uh, Fiducia, I think it's got some... Does it have any human data on it? I forgot. Um I think there there are there is some some There's good some data right now. 
And honestly, Andrew Huberman is doing some really good job. So I would definitely suggest you like, like listen to his podcast because he's really knowledgeable person. He he knows his shit. Mm-hmm. And as far as like the the stack that he recommends, it really works. And I uh, I sent you guys some some research like a few weeks ago about the Fiducia as well as the Long Jack, you know, and their like uh, impact on uh, test levels in in humans, and they were all very promising, especially when you combine these two. So uh, yeah, I would definitely if you if you are like if you're natty, definitely give it a shot, and just like stick to the recommended dosage that that he proposed. Yeah, and there's examine just pulling it up here real quick. Uh, they're saying there's no human evidence to date, but if you're looking to mess around with it, there's a suggested dosing range based on the animal studies. I think Andrew suggested like one gram of Faduja per day split into two dosages, so 500 milligrams uh, twice per day. And as far as uh, Long Jack, I believe it was somewhere around from 600 to 900 milligrams. So it was also around gram per, per day as well. Okay. Uh, prolonged. Time to ejaculation. Okay, there you go. Helps you lay last longer and stay stronger. There you go. Add this with your lion's manes for the uh, the ultimate ropes cocktail. Yeah. You can also add some horny goat weed to it. Yep. Okay. Anacyclist. I haven't heard that or abused it forever. I think PES was the first one to use it way back when. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Thanks for the uh, the suggestion, Madsville or Mad Devils. I'll uh, I'll have to check that one out. Uh, Brooke, because I'm a lover of nootropics, would you consider core or myoblocks as being on par? Uh, if I remember the core nootropic, yes. Uh, let me pull it up and see. Core is more more mild, I would say. Yeah, so, I mean it's. Let's see, uh, core nutrition. I remember, I remember double scoop this, uh, double scooping it. But you know, as far as like you know, uh, uh, if you want like a more mild effect, then go with core. But if you want to like go a bit higher dose, then go with overtime. That's yeah, I mean me. it kind of depends on what you're looking for as far as your stim profile. If you're yeah. looking for a lower stim nootropic, because I think. Let's see the dosages on this. Yeah, core is very mild. Uh, from a stim standpoint, we've got 150 milligrams of caffeine. I mean, that's that's kind of in my personal wheelhouse. What I like to in a nootropic, anywhere between 150 to 200. That's why I only typically use half a serving of overtime at a time. It's 225, 250 caffeine right there. Um, mm. And so that's kind of where I like to be as far as nootropic. I don't need so I don't need all 500 milligrams at once. I'd like to space it out during the day um so from efficacious dosages from everything else um you could you could say that they're using the less bioavailable form of vitamin b6 here but they're using the more bioavailable form of b12 one gram of l-carnitine is solid personally i like two i always take two grams of l-carnitine whenever i'm doing my own personal uh nootropic stack same with l-tyrosine i like two grams of that at least 
Uh, taurine inclusion is interesting. It's got hydration, but it also interacts with the GABA receptors in the brain. So it could help modulate and maybe tame some of the stimulation, blah, blah, mental stimulation that's going on from caffeine and neurofactor and huperzine. Uh, Mucuna dosage, 500 milligrams. So you're ending up with 250 micrograms of L-DOPA. It's a solid dose of that. Uh, usually anywhere 100 to 200, 300 is fine. Uh, 300 milligrams of Bacopa. Perfect dosage on that. 150 caffeine. That's good in my wheelhouse. I think for other people, it would be fine too. Some people may need more coffee. Um, 100 milligrams of Neurofactor. I love that ingredient. Yes. Uh, 200 micrograms of Huperzine. That's going to be... You're going to feel that kick in, especially with the 500 milligrams of CDP choline, which is a whopping dose. Uh, my preferred form of choline. And then 10 milligrams of pregnenolone. So yeah. Oh, if you're looking for a lower caffeinated nootropic option, this is, I think this is a very, very solid choice in line with something like Orange Brainwash or a Prodigy from Iron Brothers. It's definitely like a good daily driver if you don't want to like, for example, drink like an energy drink or like do a replacement. Then it's, uh, it's, really, it's really good, especially during the day. But I was taking it uh, basically before my cardio straight up in the morning, like the scoops. And it keeps me wired for uh, for like uh, you know the the first few hours of, of my day. So yeah, it was it was good. But like I said, I was doing the double scoop. So for some it can be enough, but for some it can be too high. You know. Yeah. Robbie, you got any thoughts? No, I like this formula for a low stem. I think this is you know this is very good. I, I always like this one. It's not very strong. I think Myoblox is a little bit more aggressive. Let me pull up Myoblox. Um, it's interesting. There's no theanine in this one, but I, th I think that's probably why they have the taurine in there. Uh, go for that GABA pathway. Uh, let's go. Myoblox. Let's see what we got here. Uh. Okay, here we go. Um, could this be good? Yes. Um, I don't like the prop blend of all of this amalgamation right here. It tells you how much caffeine per scoop. The 3,000 milligrams of L-tyrosine is great. Uh, you're getting 400 milligram yield of alpha-GPC. That's also very solid. I don't like this right here. I don't like this big, ugly prop blend of everything. Yeah, I agree. I mean, to me, this seems like I've never used it, never tried it. I never tried core either, but at least with core, I know what I can expect based on formula, you know, and I always, you know, even though, as TJ says, labels are just labels, I have to go by the label because if it's manufactured right and in the right, you know, with the right manufacturer, you know what it's going to what it's gonna show and how it's going to feel. So going strictly by the label, I haven't used either one of these products. Um Core looks solid, mild, you know, so if you want something mild, then it's solid. If it's not, if you don't, if you like something stronger, then it's all weak. This one, I would assume uh, this would be stronger. But even though I'm a fan, obviously, of stronger, um, I don't like it. I don't like it because the moment I see Problend, you know, there's only two ingredients that are literally listed. The rest of them are not listed, you know, so you don't know what kind of a cocktail you're getting. Um, not, uh, I mean, uh, 
not to make any accusations, but to me, a prominent represents of uh, uh, cutting corners. We said it many times, and I would assume that the more expensive stuff is on the lower side and the more cheap side on the higher side. And again, no accusations, no speculations, just the way it presents itself. So I would feel like probably typically stimulants are not that expensive. It probably feels a little bit stronger than core. I would I would pretty much bet on it that it's stronger. Is it better? Um, you know, at the end, nootropic is supposed to be a nootropic. It's supposed to be something that helps with concentrations. Uh, concentration something that helps with uh, focus, something that helps with maybe a mild case of euphoria, feeling better. And um, I just don't think that the emphasis here is on that. It's more on a stem. That's the reason why I think overtime is a blend of both. You will feel it in terms of stims, but you also get that euphoria and focus fully dosed. Over here, um, you don't know what you're getting. I just I would assume that this is a pretty good pre-workout minus pumps. Yeah, I mean it's we we can probably reverse engineer this to get the dosages within a reasonable like 50 to 100 milligram range of everything. So we got 200 milligrams caffeine per scoop. They're using natural caffeine, which is usually what a 98% yield of caffeine. So we're looking at this ingredient being 210, 220 milligrams, maybe another 100 milligrams of velvet bean or 150 milligrams of velvet bean, 100 milligrams of L-theanine, 50 milligrams of hortonine, 25 to 50 of N-methyltyramine, 5 milligrams of bioperin, and maybe, uh, you know, another 5 milligrams of huperzine, so 50 micrograms right there. Um, and is it, I just, I don't see the purpose in trying to cloak the huperzine dosage unless you're using such a small amount that you just don't want to list it properly. So, it's, it's could it feel good? Possibly. I just, I, I don't like the prop blend of it, I don't. I would, my, if I had to, if push came to shove, I'd, I'd pick up the core one. And you know what? Also, it's very, very important. You know, sometimes they say it doesn't matter. You know, the label doesn't matter as long as it hits the right way. Uh, I think when it comes to nootropics, for obvious reasons, I think 99% of people would prefer to know the amounts of different ingredients that are taking when it comes to nootropics. Yeah. Maybe with energy or something like that, it doesn't really matter as long as it gives you a kick in the ass, you're good to go. So I guess we can overlook that. But with nootropics, I think, you know, Lucas is an expert in this field, but I'm pretty sure that he cares how much of lion's mane or tyrosine, alpha GPC, he puts in his body and he would like to control it because he knows how much and what works, not only from a scientific point of view, but also what works for him specifically. You yes. know, so that's the reason why um, nootropics is one. Of, I can overlook, even though I don't like it, a lot of problems specifically with pre-workouts and just simply because i don't give a shit but with nootropics i think you need to know yeah i like yeah. the name of the flavor that's 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 fun i like mm -hmm. the flavor name uh okay yeah there are in parbrook so yeah i would just if push comes to shove i would lean towards uh that don't make lucas happy won't make me happy <laughs> It's well-rounded. Uh, Jiffy posted that in response to the uh, core. I'm sorry, not the core. The uh, cage muscle pre-workout. Yes, well, it is. I, I think also with core, it's very, very interesting is that if you like something a little bit stronger, 
in terms of like specifically caffeine you can always just add a little bit more caffeine which is cheap and expensive and you can get the same benefits so uh, i'm sorry to go back to it but uh, i'm with robert 100 i'm sure lucas is of the same opinion i would pick core yeah. yeah like i said you know one scoop will do the trick but if you want to have the, like a bigger experience and and make it you know, hit you more harder than just like go with the two scoops and you will be you'll be flying you know so i wasn't like i wasn't mad at two scoops not at all man two scoops That's were a poor. shitload of choline going on i mean you're getting a thousand milligrams of cdp choline and 400 micrograms to lucas robert you're talking to lucas true <laughs> true what's going on alex how are you yeah. That's the first comment that's posted through from your name on this feed. So I'm not sure if you've posted up anything else, but uh, if you have, then uh, get it back in here and we can get to it. Jojo, when it comes to prop lens, does it follow the same rules as food ingredient list where the first to last is most potent? Yes. The first ingredient in the prop blend is the most heavily dosed. They're, it's dosed in order of you know weight or content. So caffeine would be in the going back to the Myo blocks thing. The caffeine ingredient would be the most heavily dosed one in there. Although Myo blocks listed uh, the amount of caffeine per per scoop, so right. So everything is less than two hundred milligrams from there on out. That's that's at least that's at least a, a good thing, you know, that they did that. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's get to uh, nitty gritty. The next one. Lucas beer. I didn't even realize this company was still around. High Gear Supplements. Here, I'm gonna pull this up on on Stack 3D real quick. Um, and if you're not subscribed to the Stack Podcast, please go and subscribe to Shane's podcast so he has yes. more than three listeners. Go subscribe <laughs> to my boy. Um, this is what I was saying. High Gear. I remember trying out a sample packet of their thermogenic. Back when I lived in Michigan, this was like 2016. I didn't even realize the company was still around anymore. Calcium. It's not a bad formula. That's solid. Oh, Shane just, just posted it like 17 minutes ago. Well, good. He, he finished uh, posting and now he can get his ass on the podcast. Shane, if you're listening, uh, jump in. No, but, uh, you know, the, the posts are going automatically. So he already has, like, a, you know, automatic. So per hour, he's releasing, you know, already made posts. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. I mean, this is a solid, well-rounded formula. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Nothing nothing bad Nothing bad to say about the ink. I mean, it's... No fireworks. No, it's, it's a very standard well-dosed formula is it the most max dosed no is it underdosed in anything not really i mean everything is serviceable you could say that alpha gpc is slightly you know you want to go lower on that um but it's better than you, seeing 150 milligrams of that do you guys uh like feel a little bit bored when you see formulas like that yeah, it's hard. To, that's why I'm just saying it works. It, I mean, it doesn't doesn't get me super excited. It's a very run of the mill, you know, generic pre workout. Yeah, because you can basically it's like, uh, yeah, okay, we are starting again, so we get some vitamins, minerals, we get some hydration, and then you know the the usual 
BS, so, you know, sertraline, betaine, and, you know, creatine, and so on, so on, you know, so, yep. sometimes it's like, you know, it's, it's like, uh, you know, uh, eat, sleep, repeat, right? Yeah. No, it's like... <laughs> I think this is what bugs me more than anything. And I understand they're doing it for like the labeling purposes to jump out to consumers. Fat burning matrix. I mean, can a matrix really be just one ingredient? I don't, I think you need more than one ingredient to be a matrix. So about that, that's nitpicking. Um, okay. Let's jump to the other topic, which we touched on briefly this past out or not, maybe not briefly. Um, but we've got the uh, update on the ghost collaboration that is now with Space Jam. Where the hell is it? Maybe if I type in Space Jam, that'll be better. Here we go. So it's doing a Monstars and a Toon Squad uh, thing. And this is based off what we were talking about last week. It is based off the original movie since that movie is coming up on its 25th anniversary mm -hmm. uh, this so month. Now I a bit understand why they are launching this collab because I was watching like the the vlog that they posted like today, and the owner of the of the ghosts uh, and you know co-owner co also Ryan and Dan, they said that you know they are doing it just to like just to uh, you know celebrate the twenty fifth uh, you know. Uh, you know, anniversary of of the of the release of the movie. That's why mm -hmm. this collab is is being uh, you know done. So yeah, but go on. Yeah. Oh no, I was just saying. I loved the movie as a kid. Um, I saw it in theaters when it first came out. Uh, I've always really enjoyed the movie. As has Sandy, uh, who's not even a really big pro basketball fan, but she she always enjoyed the movie. We watched it uh, maybe about a year ago. Just because for shits and giggles, um, so I mean, I, I, I there's a, a heavy lean on nostalgia, and I know Dan had mentioned that too. Like he's probably the same age as you and I are, Lucas. I mean, he's around that thirty-five, thirty-six age, mm -hmm. uh, no doubt. So overall, you know, how do you feel about the collaboration, the formula, um, and Robbie, you as well? Do you like? Did you ever watch the original? Space Jam yeah. and stuff like that. I know it's a kid movie, and you were older. You know, I mean, you're you're ten years older than us, so you would have been twenty one when we saw it. So, did it? Were you nuts about it? Did you like it? And then we can kind of get into uh, further yeah, thoughts on this. Hundred percent it. Hundred percent liked it. Enjoyed it. There is a certain feel of nostalgia. Um, you know, from my perspective, um, there are so many mixed feelings about this uh, for so many reasons. Uh, let's start with something that I haven't seen much talk about and that's the formula mm -hmm. the formula is good plain and simple the formula is good um nothing super impressive nothing bad it's a good solid uh well-rounded formula probably mm -hmm. which formula we're talking about because there are two formulas i i actually like both it's it's not it's not like that you're just not gonna hear me and i i, I get your question lucas uh it's not you're not gonna like when when we saw caged right we saw caged that mm -hmm. impressed me that impressed me because the previous formula or the site formula or what robert said you know is the mainstream formula i fucking can't stand i don't like that formula for so many reasons it's one of those formulas that i just don't give a shit about and i wouldn't use it so 
uh, I am really, really impressed with Caged. With this, I'm not really, really impressed. I mean, this is not something that will go make me go like, wow, you know, this is something unbelievable or, you know, uh, like, every, like you know, the, the, the term game changer or anything like that. None of this is game changer. It's a good, solid formula that I would personally use. Um, I think that this, um, you know, hits every aspect that you need. Um, I don't have a problem with the formula. I, it, it, it's not my favorite. It's not bad. It, it's a good formula, you know. So that aside, the nostalgia part I do like. And, you know, I'm, I shouldn't be criticizing anyone because uh, some of my releases are based on my childhood or youth, uh, you know, uh, obsession, I guess, with Van Damme movies and stuff like that. So I can't really criticize because in a way I'm also paying tribute to movies in general because I'm a huge movie fan, a huge movie buff. So that is 100% cool. And but that's 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 where it ends. It's cool. That's it. Nothing else. You know, you have Time Cop, which is a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, the biggest grossing movie for Van Damme ever. Not my favorite movie of his, but it's a it's a popular movie. Um would I but I didn't base it on a movie. The focus I think on Time Cop is on what's in it and what it does and how it helps and how you perform on it and stuff like that the name is cool but you know somebody reviewed it today and i i uh, i watched it I, uh, and he said that um you know time cop is a lot of companies coming up with gimmicks and cool things and collaborations and you know mixing and promising that the formula is going to be amazing and he goes time cop formula delivers it does this this and that which is exactly was the goal behind it is to deliver something to deliver a certain feeling to deliver certain aspects and that was my emphasis the name is just basically collateral that's just something that is cool that is something that is uh um you know for the fans of the van damme movies but uh you know i don't it's it's the same thing as this one um you know space jam i mean this is not directed at the fans of the movie this is directed as a pre-workout this is directed for athletic performance this is directed for people that go to the gym the space gym reference is something probably personal for dan or something that he wanted to do from a marketing uh, standpoint mm -hmm. and i think it works in that aspect it works what makes me i don't know what the word would be upset or pissed i'm not i'm, I'm not pissed uh definitely not with ghost uh on this aspect what gets me a little bit upset is the fact that the emphasis is so strong and i do understand the marketing about it and i do understand the coolness about it but we they nobody talks about the formula and the product as much as they talk about flavor as much as they talk about uh, you know the collaboration uh there there are some lies also being spread uh which i I'm 100% not okay with, you know, who contacted who and stuff like that. I'm only going to get into it because it's fucking ridiculous. You know, uh, let's not be comparing Warner Brothers and Ghost because that's just, you know, even insane for a conversation. Nevertheless, it's a cool achievement for them to have a collaboration with one of the biggest studios in the world. And uh, it's cool. But will it be cool a year from now? Will we be talking about this? Because at the end of the day, people will try the flavor. They will try the formula. Will they stick to it just because of that? Or is it something in the moment that is so cool? The name is so cool 
the collaboration is so cool is it in a moment and i do believe it's in a moment who the fuck talks about oreo right now nobody nobody talks about it it came out i believe in july or august it's only been three months three months nobody talks about it you know not to tune my own horn but about peanut butter cookie protein via pollen people are still talking about it it's been fucking released two three years ago i believe maybe even more but people are talking about it it's something that you know a person will try anything and you can sell something to a person by good hype good marketing and stuff like that but once a person buys it the question is will you have a repeat buyer that's the whole point because at the end it will be how does this product work for me personally does it help me with my what's what's needed is it really that good is it worth the price that's what it's going to come down to and i think this is the fine line where marketing gets overblown it gets blown out of proportion because you can probably target a certain a certain market you can 100 percent but uh who is the market for a product like that athletes i very much doubt not saying they won't take it i mean it's still a solid product uh, but it's not athletes it's mainstream what is mainstream mainstream they always want something new they always want something next next okay i tried this next give me next so it basically looks like like usable recyclable you know we we move on okay we created a hype and that's it you know and that's the reason why i said uh yesterday ryan posted something in his stories uh where people asked him i don't know if anyone asked him or maybe just he asked himself because you never know how these things work but somebody asked him what about what are the most overlooked or underrated companies or companies that majority of people don't know and he named morphogen and apollon so it looked basically as a compliment to apollon and as a compliment to morphogen right and uh i didn't repost it i don't want i was the one who saw it and i did not repost it and there's a reason why i didn't repost it uh ben did repost it and in fact gave me a compliment he said it's an honor for him to be mentioned with me and 100 likewise it's an honor for me to be mentioned with him because i look at ben as one as one of the best his formulas his products you know he just uh, said recently that he broke six figures in sales and i couldn't be more proud of him because good the him. guy good for him he deserves it he, i'm sure his sales are no, nowhere near the sales of uh ghost i'm pretty sure of that uh however i think he has a more faithful uh fan base and people that are specifically monthly buying his product his products don't have collaborations his products don't have fancy names fancy flavors or anything like that but people that are buying morphogen those are the people that are knowledgeable those are the people that care about the performance those are people that actually want to get better at what they do and it directly corresponds with the word supplements and that i think where we are getting a little bit lost will it whatever what i'm saying right now means absolutely nothing because ghost is going to be sold very well it's going to be a popular product and good for them i couldn't be happier everyone who succeeds i'm happy for them unfortunately i cannot be one of those guys who's going to be jumping up and down with joy and saying this is a game changer i'm not going to be kissing ass i'm not going to be sta stating that this is the best you know thing since sliced bread because it's not you know i'm just putting things in perspective and the truth is great fun 
cool collaboration, cool product, good product, but forgettable. It is forgettable. All these collaborations are forgettable unless they deliver and, you know, they stay with us. Something like Morphogen releases or like a Pro or like a Palm or like Nutribio, those are the products that have that faithful following. Maybe we do not have multi-million dollar companies. So when uh, Ben actually reposted that and he tagged me to it, what, what Ryan said, I, I replied to Ben. I said, the reason why I did not repost it because I don't consider Apollon a not known brand. I think Apollon is a very well-known brand to those that need to know. Those that need to know, that they want to know, Morphogen and Apollon are well-known. Yes, we could pay just like Ghost. We could pay Ryan. We could pay Priceplow. We could pay every channel. Aaron stated it openly that he said that he paid everybody because he wanted his product to be seen by everybody it's called advertising it's called hype it's called marketing nothing wrong with it absolutely nothing wrong with it but upon kept growing from year one to year six organically word of mouth and it was spreading 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 and the growth hasn't stopped and that is what i'm proud of personally that my products deliver results then when you take it you know exactly what you're going to get it's about performance. And the same thing goes with Morphogen. The same goes with like a pro. The same goes, even though I don't see eye to eye with Mark Glazer very often on many things, you will not hear me say a bad thing about his products because his products are solid, because their product, his products deliver and they deliver results. And flavors, absolutely very important. Collaborations, very cool. Why not? I would like to collaborate with somebody but um, nothing comes to mind at the moment. And I think that as long as I make better products and focus on that, I think the company is going to grow. However, I'm 46 years old. As a 46 years old, when I was growing up as a child, um, or even in my youth, who was Im impressive to me? Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Van Damme, all those guys that clearly worked out. They were clearly following a diet. They were busting their ass to look a certain way. So to me, collaborating with somebody like that would correspond more, or even with today's guys that carry actually some muscles that work out, Dwayne Johnson and, and the names, there are quite a few guys that actually look pretty good. And to me, that would represent that at least the guy who I'll collaborate with or the movie that I collaborate with represents somebody who actually does work out, somebody who does actually live the lifestyle. I think it does make sense. You know, I mean, steak and potatoes, they go together. Everybody knows that. It just works. To me, that would make more sense to collaborate. I don't see Space Jam and sports supplements. I don't see the connection whatsoever. None. I, well, I just see it. I, I, well, it's, it's a basketball movie. It's a sport. So, I mean, that's what the Space Jam thing is. It's part of a, it's part of his upbringing and lifestyle. So, I mean, I, the, the collaboration seems authentic to me and fun to do. I, I think maybe what you're, you're coming at from a different, like, Ghost is a lifestyle brand, whereas Apollon is a hardcore athlete kind of brand. And so I think that's maybe where the, it's just oh, a, yeah, two different I'm viewpoints not, of looking at it. I'm not comparing them at all. I think we would our target markets and stuff like that are completely different. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not, you know, I said a few times now, it's very, very cool collaboration. It's very cool. I like it. 
I like it a lot. I think it's a lot, you know, Shane said, it's fun. It's cool. It's different. And I think also brings like different audience to the, in to the industry as well. Sorry but to interrupt you. Sorry to interrupt. But do you think that there is like a missing piece in this whole thing? Yes. Yes. Exactly what you said. Exactly what you said. I think there is a missing piece. And I think you put it perfectly well. I think I think the missing piece, every time I heard about this product, we just talked about Caged. What did we talk about? We talked about the label, which is kind of, I mean, it is important, so to speak. We talked about uh, the ingredients. We talked about dosages and we talked about the improvements. Bottom line, we talked about the product. With Ghost Collaboration, we're talking specifically about collaboration the most. That's actually 90% of the conversation. And it's a good conversation. Again, I don't want anyone to misunderstand what I'm saying. It's not criticism. It's not criticism on a collaboration. I think it's great. It's cool. It's fun. It's innovative in a way in terms of collaboration itself. But I think that's very, very important not to forget what the product is actually intended for. And I think that to, you know, to talk about the formula and to talk about performance and whatnot, I think that's very important. You remember Unbound when it came out? There was a bit of a hype. Okay, what is Unbound? Uh, what's going to be in Unbound? But everything revolved around the formula. Before it was revealed, we all waited for one thing. And that's not the fucking label. It wasn't as important. It's cool, but it wasn't as important. We didn't. I don't even know what the fuck, what flavors Unbound has. But as somebody from, uh, from, uh, from the industry, I do remember the formulas. I do remember that they saw it. I do remember that the dosages are good. I do remember that. I remember it as a sports supplement. That's what I remember. And I think that, you know, whether you like it, whether Unbound is for you or it's not for you, because we all use different things. We all have different preferences. But the fact that Unbound and Nutribar is going to continue selling, there is absolutely no doubt. Just like, let's be honest, Oreo was met with very, very, very mixed reviews. And I'm still saying it's one of the coolest things to collaborate. It's one of the coolest things to see Oreo, you know, picture on a supplement container. I think it's a huge achievement. And we, I mean, Ghost is doing something that nobody has done. I think it's very cool. But at the end of the day, and at least based on my circle of people that I know, I don't know anyone who goes to me that Oreo flavor by Ghost is one of the best tasting proteins on the market. I haven't met one guy. I have met people that are okay with the flavor. I have talked to people that do not like the flavor. But are we talking about it today? Because three months ago, this was like the main conversation. Yet, you know, I still hear actually a little bit more about Chips Ahoy. I hear a little bit more about Nutter Butter. Clearly, those flavors still kind of stayed and people do like them uh, to a certain extent. And I know that there are flavors by other companies, including Apollon, that have nothing to do with any collaborations, but they're still selling solid. I can tell you from a personal experience, because I don't know the sales of other people, and you, Robert, have tried the Caramel Macchiato. Mm -hmm. Caramel Macchiato was not supposed to exist. Caramel Macchiato was supposed to be once and done deal. Why does it exist today? There is no collaboration. It's not a new innovative flavor. There is nothing new about it. The reason why it exists and still one of our top sellers and after almost a year is because plain and simple, it's a good formula in terms of casein and isolate. But besides that, 
it does taste very, very good. And clearly there is a huge following and people actually do like it. So the sales are there. We're not discontinuing it, nothing like that. And people still talk about it as one of their favorite flavors. So at the end, you know, what about the longevity? What about the supplement to last? What about what it does for you in terms of if it's a nootropic, what it, what it does for you? If it's a test booster, if it's a pre-workout. So I think Lucas absolutely fucking nailed it. That there is a missing piece that we are forgetting about. Well, no, I you think know? he's asking you what is the missing piece in the formula this because... Emphasizing the product before the flavor because at the end of the day, no matter how cool the label is, no matter how cool the flavor is in terms of a name of the flavor, the question is, how is the product? Will you be buying it because the label is cool or the flavor is cool or collaboration is cool? Because you will probably buy it. I will buy it myself. Will you continue to buy it because it's a solid formula that delivers? Will you continue using it? That's the question. And that's a missing piece for me is emphasis should be still on a product. And something like a, col a collaboration or something like that should be a great new thing, innovative, fantastic, but not the center of attention. Let's not take it away from what it is. Because yeah, you know, you, you've seen cars that are beautiful cars, but the performance is not that good. You know, the impressive looking, like I know there is a car garage right next to a palm, mm -hmm. and uh, the guy fixes a lot of uh, German cars and, and foreign cars. And I approached him and I told him that, uh, you know, I would really like to get a Range Rover because the reason why I want to get it, because it looks fucking cool. And the yeah. mechanic says to me, he goes to me, don't get it. He says, you, he says, <laughs> few years and it's nothing but problems. You know, I have a Lexus yeah. for about five, three years right now, or three and a half years, other than changing oil, you know, and changing brakes because I drive a lot. I haven't done shit to it. It doesn't look as cool as Range Rover. It doesn't look as beautiful. It doesn't look as sexy. But in terms of performance, it does exactly what I would expect from a car, plus it's low maintenance. So those yeah. things cannot be disregarded. Yeah. Can I interject something real quick? Sure. Yeah, I got, listening to a couple of different interviews Dan has done, I don't think the, the ethos of Ghost is to be ingredients first, like focus on our formulas first. It's, hey, we have some really cool stuff that's just this is the stuff that we would use if we just had our you know we were kids in a candy factory and like this is what we would create with and if you like our flavors you like our branding you like our marketing here's it for you and oh by the way you know it's kind of like an afterthought but here you're also getting full dosages of research-backed ingredients so i think it's they're approaching their marketing from a different standpoint it's like hey here's the lifestyle here's the really cool packaging and oh a surprise because we've seen other companies that go really brand forward, like marketing forward, like Alani new, uh, G fuel, fancy packaging, but shit formulas and G fuel is done with a bunch of shit collaborations. Ghost has the fancy packaging, but you're also getting the full dosages on it. So I think it might be maybe a little bit different approach Robert, to saying like, here's our, here's, we're going ingredient first or we're going, you know, branding first. Robert, you just did a phenomenal thing. You set it up for actually a, uh, you know, a great comeback from me. Mm -hmm. Everything you said is hundred percent true. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more. However, in my little speech that I just did, have you heard me criticizing Dan at any point? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm giving no, 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 the no. listener's perspective no, no, no. of everything. I, I know you didn't. I, I know you didn't. But do you know why I'm, a, why I'm asking you that? Because everything mm -hmm. you said is, is actually true. That's exactly the way Dan presents it. Mm -hmm. Exactly the way he presents it. 
my problem is, and you know where I'm going with this because I'm going with this for a hundredth fucking time. It's those that he pays to hype it up and how they hype it up. I got that's you. my fucking problem because that's ultimately what some followers are listening to. I have zero problem with Ghost. I actually emphasized, I think, a couple of weeks ago that it's actually one of my favorite companies because they make good products and I've seen them stepping up in a certain way and how they deliver and they listen. So zero problem with Dan. Uh, we actually get along fine. Zero problem with the product. Very, very impressive collaboration. However, people that he pays to and how they present the product, whether he's involved in a script of how they uh, how they hyping it up or not, I cannot say because I simply don't know. So I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to say anything. I simply do not know. But the way it's presented is absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's pathetic. The way it's blown up uh, is just, you know, that's that's the problem. So I probably should have said it earlier, but that's my not even problem. That's my observation. Let's call it an observation. And so it's not a rant or anything like that. But the thing is, is that when you are saying one thing, and Dan is actually very, I would say he's pretty transparent. I mm -hmm. don't have a problem with him in terms of that. What I have a problem with certain people, you know, exaggerating things and putting emphasis on wrong things and not doing it justice, because those are the people who said game changing. Uh, I mean, something unbelievable, the best release or whatever or not. I mean, I don't want to quote because I honestly don't pay much attention, but um you know, that's the problem. That's the only problem. But other than that, solid product, because it is solid, uh, solid collaboration, a lot of fun, good tribute. It's something personal probably for Dan, just like for me, it's, uh, you know, about the Van Damme movies or whatnot. So yeah. zero problem with that. And the way he presents it, he literally calls it a lifestyle, which is probably the only uh, company or one of only companies that I like that he uses that word lifestyle, because it is in a way, it targets a certain consumer. So I like it. Yeah, but, and that's uh, just I just wanted to make sure that like, the yeah. listeners were clear where where we were coming from. Oh, that yeah, their problem isn't with Ghost or Dan or anybody. It's the other. It's the way that other outlets will perceive things. But like just from a strict ingredient standpoint, I mean they're they've they're hitting on all cylinders here. They've added betaine. Uh, they've got a, a full six grams of citrulline. You're also getting the nitrate component here, and so you're getting five hundred. And 20 milligrams of active nitrate, which is well within the, you're, you're looking based on body weight anywhere between 300 and about 900 milligrams of active nitrates to get so enough nitrate in your system. For um, beta alanine is solid. We got betaine added good dose there. There's no alpha yohimbine, interestingly, in, in this Monstars edition. I haven't seen the supplement facts for the Toon Squad edition. Um, so the Toon Squad is exactly the same as Legend V2 for Europe. Okay. It's, without, it's also without Alphiohimbine and it's with Neurofactor. Okay. Yeah, so that, that's, I think, is what's missing in the Monstars edition. Uh, there's no Neurofactor. But although you could make the argument that like, the Monstars weren't the most intelligent uh, villains in a thing. So you, you could make, you know, maybe... It's like an indirect way of showing that they're not as smart since they don't have the neurofactor in here. But, I mean, you're getting two grams of tyrosine, awesome dose there, 600 milligrams of alpha-GPC, um, 350 of caffeine, which is a step up. So, yeah. Well, going back to the original thing, what started this whole thing, the ingredients are solid. It's some of the messaging from third-party outlets that we, we've got 100%, issues uh, with. Yeah, th that's exactly what it is. That's simple, as simple, as simple as that. 
You know what? Before before this entire collab, what I would do is to do like some kind of like a sneak peek or try to present the story or do something with it just to like more hype it up in more like a natural way instead of like booming it up and just like doing okay we're doing a collab with Tony Tunes and uh, Warner Brothers you know so uh, from my perspective I really appreciate what they did because I always like when brands are doing something outside of, of the spec and you know they're trying to you know make the industry exciting but at the same time, we, as as Robic said, we need to like put emphasis in, into you know into product itself because we live in the supplement industry, which means we we produce and we sell products for the you know active people for people that you know live and live and breathe you know the, the gym life you know and the, the healthy lifestyle so. They're trying to invest in their like in their health, and but at the same time, you know, you know, when when a brand is like releasing uh, a cool collab, it's always it's always exciting, of course. And mm -hmm. Ghost is doing it for uh, past like so many years, and I always said it, and I said it once again. You know, I really appreciate what what they are doing, but you know. This this is just a collab, and I don't think it will be permanent, right? It will be just for like uh, I don't know a few months, and it will, it will be it will be gone. So yeah. it's a cool touch, but at the same time, I really I'm really missing this this whole story, you know, because yeah, it's a 25th anniversary, and I know that also Dan is a big fan of the of the film, same as me. I watched it like. Plenty of times. I remember in Poland it was like it was always like uh, was releasing uh, on the New Year's Eve and also on the on the Christmas during Christmas time. So we always watched it, and I I, I loved it. I I'm always get, getting back to it, even when I'm like 36 right now. I still yeah. I still can watch this movie because I'm like like a big MJ fan, but. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just like, uh, how can I say? A bit disappointed, I would say. I uh, I had a I had the soundtrack uh, as a kid too on CD and uh, Jiffy Space Jam is lit. I believe I can fly. This is another word, lit. I like when when Primeval Labs released their ISO lit and spelled it L I T. I I still don't. I, I I get it what it means now, but if somebody would have said, "Dude, that's lit," I, I, I have no clue what the fuck that means. Yeah, I also I feel like it's you know, but English is obviously not my my first language, but I feel like you're butchering the language. I mean, just I will never yeah. like I like full sentences and full words. You know, that's the way I like it. Good old Lola. There we go. The original incarnation. But I, I think what what Lucas said is, uh, you know, it's it, it's actually well said, perfectly said, and I think that there is, um, and and again, I agree with Robert too. So in in perfect, uh, uh, in perfect agreement on the fact that, uh, um, you know, on the whole ghost release, and I, I think that there, there are definitely no disagreements between us, and definitely no disrespect whatsoever towards Ghost or Dan, and. Uh, 
you know, I, um, I 100% agree with everything that you guys said. However, uh, that probably brings us to the next subject and the one that I'm now I'm angry. <laughs> now I'm pissed. Yeah. And that's uh, because we said about third parties. Do I need to know? go get some bourbon before we get started? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm in Holland, so I probably all the all the fucking pot that I can still smell. I'm still a little bit high, just you know, collateral damage, you know. But um, we talked about third party, and I know Robert is very, um, you know, he he's a nice guy. So you know, Robert, you don't need to say anything. <laughs> Stay nice. But really, really, from the very bottom of my heart, fuck Ben Kane. What a piece of fucking shit. I mean, that guy is... I wish I could say what I really want to say because I would, <laughs> I would probably say it in person or do something in person. I can't fucking stand them. You know, but, uh, you know, the things that were said about Sean Clarita, it does have to do with supplements. So we cannot avoid it because it's a supplement company and he was let go. He was let go. And, you know, I have to admit that I watched, uh, you know, because uh, Luca sent us a link. I watched Nick. I didn't sorry, I didn't connect the dots when, when, yeah, when, yeah, where, yeah, we, yeah. where we are going. Stop, stop going to fucking sex shops. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you lost me. You lost me for a second, but now I'm, now I'm back on track. Yeah, I mean, this just, this just goes because, you know, Robert said so well about third parties. I mean, that was just perfectly put and I, I couldn't agree more because at first he actually, Robert actually helped me out here because for a moment there, it looked like I'm attacking Ghost and that's not the case. I was attacking somebody else, but indirectly and I never voiced it. Uh, so thank you, Robert. I appreciate that. But, uh, you know, but the third party thing is just, it's fucking disgusting because, and, you know, I'm not really friends with Florida and, um, but, person got fired can you give give con give context for the listeners that may not have any idea what's going yeah, on so yeah so uh last week uh, two weeks ago or so uh sean Corrida was let go by uh raw um they fired him you know then those things happen and there was uh, something was said about lack of performance or that he was shopping around with another supplement company or whatnot those things were kind of thrown out there um none of them are actually possibly wrong you know and uh, then Lucas sent us a link from uh, Nick Trajili podcast. And when I saw it. Sorry, yeah. sorry, to, sorry to interrupt. I want to give a big shout out to Nick Trajili. Uh, yeah, that was a great, great channel. Thing. Yes, and his exactly. channel for, in, for informing, uh, you know, industry about this fact. So 100%. big shout out to Nick. And if you guys can just like try to tag him or share this podcast with him. So he would know that we are giving him props for, uh, or what he's doing so yeah big shout I'll, out. I'll actually message him I, it's been years since we talked but i'll actually gonna message him because i was so impressed with what he did and you know it was basically you know he didn't keep quiet and uh, he came i don't know if he came to sean's rescue so to speak but he actually put things in perspective he definitely attacked price plow and it's not because of that that i'm kind of like you know hyping him up and you know uh um it, it, saying that he is right and whatnot he was just right period because he called it as it is you know to see i mean price plow actually basically fucked themselves with this because they acted as raw attorneys you know mm -hmm. as representatives of raw and uh, nick put it very very well i mean he called it as it is 
the bottom line is, is when a company fires an athlete, it doesn't really matter whose fault it is, but, you know, we can speculate about it and we can talk about it and we can discuss it, but we don't have to be dicks about it. We don't have to be assholes about it. We don't have to take sides. You know, I always said that the athlete today has to represent the company. He has to basically justify his salary. And if he doesn't justify his salary by bringing more business to the company, the company should let him go. But again, we don't know all the details. We can speculate that maybe it's because of Chris Bumstead and we can speculate that Sean didn't deliver and we can speculate maybe that Roy is not doing good financially and they let him go. I mean, there are so many speculations, but the, at the end of the day, we don't know details. What we do know, we know that Sean got fired. That we do know. And that's the extent of it, you know, and for a company that's supposed to do content for supplement industry, for a company that's supposed to do reviews, even though they're not supposed to do reviews, because when you're getting paid, your reviews are irrelevant, just like your fucking awards, because you're a fucking prostitute. That's who you are. You're getting paid. Uh, but the thing is, is that for them to come, and I know for a fact that they spoke very favorably of Sean Clarita. I know that Ben spoke very favorably about Sean Clarita. All of a sudden, just because they're getting paid by Raw, Raw didn't release no statement. They didn't say anything. They fired and they they allowed to i mean that's they right they fired an employee because essentially what sean is he's an employee of the company and he got fired any company can fire anyone for whatever reason or even for no reason just because they don't like i don't know his face for which reason ben should be fired a long time ago but uh you know at the end of the day sean got let go and uh, you know nick tragili bringing attention to the post or a comment by price plow basically defending raw and basically accusing sean and basically you know backstabbing sean i think that is so fucking disgusting i mean huge huge props to nick Trigili for doing it but it's disgusting and it shouldn't happen you know if indeed he was shopping around because his contract is soon up which i don't think it is because as far as i know he signed with raw i think right last April or maybe May, so that's yeah, very like strange. six months or six something months. like this. So, you know, if he was shopping around, he has the right to shop around. That's his given right. That I don't think it violates any of contracts. I've never seen a contract where it says that athlete is not allowed to talk to another company. Maybe it does exist, but I've never seen one. At least I know we've never put such thing in any contracts with our athletes. Well, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it like shop around, but I would say like. You know, trying to figure it out what would be his next move if yeah, but but that is not wrong. He would be released or like let's say you know, if there is like an option, you know, in as far as like maybe like getting a better deal, better company, better contract, something like this, you know. There is nothing if, wrong with it. Athletes, athletes' lifespan, especially top athletes, is very very short. So in that amount of of time. An athlete wants to make maximum amount of money, maximum amount of exposure, and really, really milk it. You know, I know one athlete who is retired. I'm not going to name who he is, but uh, he was very, very popular. And he was telling you at his peak, he was getting crazy money for appearance. I mean, we're talking crazy. Only short time after he retired or whatever, he still looked apart. The supplement company fired him almost instantly because he's not competing and his appearances seminars or whatnot they dropped in value tremendously tremendously cost a lot more uh, a lot less so for an athlete to 
shop around or test the waters or talk to other companies and see what's out there. I don't think there is anything wrong with it. You know, maybe some companies do and rightfully so. I wouldn't have a problem with a pollen athlete, you know, looking around what other companies may offer, you know, because this is not just about loyalty. This is about career. This is about a job. You know, this is not about a favor. And, you know, for a 212 guy to make money is very, very, very challenging, especially when you're, you know, as short as as uh, as Sean Clarita and as small. He's not, you know, standing to Regan Grimes. He just beat Regan Grimes. But Regan Grimes makes a hell of a lot more money because as unfair as it is, Regan Grimes is better looking. He has better structure. He's taller and he's more appealing to not just bodybuilding community, but also mainstream market. So for Sean to shop around, nothing wrong about it. Now, if he doesn't perform in terms of he doesn't generate enough, that's bad. I mean, that's bad and it's totally understandable for a company to fire him as well. But again, that's between the company and the athlete. We don't know the financials. We don't know the ins and outs. We don't know the structure of the company. We don't know shit. So, you know, when we discussed this last week, we didn't bet mouth raw. We didn't bet mouth Sean either. We just speculated. We said maybe this, maybe that. But we, we said, as far as I remember, we do not know. So we're not going to blame the owners. We're not going to blame Sean. So for Price Plow to come out publicly and defend Raw and basically throw accusations towards Sean and speak favorably for the company that pays them money, it's the same thing as giving them the fucking award for a best brand of the year or something like that. Because now you're taking sides. And surprisingly, you're taking sides of the company who is paying you. That will never look bad, uh, never look good. That looks bad. That looks very, very bad. You're playing favorism, you're being biased, and you're throwing somebody under the bus. You're talking shit about somebody who maybe even considered you a friend. I saw Sean Clarita and uh, Ben interrupted. So obviously, because during the event that was in New Jersey a couple of months ago, Ben didn't even approach me because he knew very well that it would be a very, very aggressive and hostile environment to be around me. He knew that I would not smile to his face. I would not shake his hand and call him a bra or anything like that. None of that would happen. I'm not saying I would punch him in the face, but I would not rule it out either just because I think he's a fucking prick. But at the same time, you know, you're smiling to athlete's face, you calling him a friend, you being friendly with him, you hyping him up because they were hyping him up when he was with Nutribio because Nutribio pays them too. And then they were hyping him with Raw because Raw pays him too. And then once Raw fires him, they automatically attack Sean for absolutely no reason. Why don't you mind your own fucking business, write fake content for people that pay you money, shut the fuck up because everybody knows what you're about. Everybody knows that you're not credible. Everybody knows that you're a lying piece of shit. Then give away you know, fake awards because somebody paid you, give it to the highest bidder. But can you, for the love of God, not disrespect an athlete? Can you, for the love of God, not take sides openly? You know, you want to talk shit about Sean Clarita, talk Sean, uh, shit about Sean Clarita behind closed doors. No problem. But to openly discuss him in a negative light, even though it's not your company, he's not your athlete, you're not his manager, you have nothing to do with him. And you're defending a company when nobody's asking you to defend. If the company is prepared to, re to release a statement, they will do so. 
Sean released a statement, not bad-mouthing Raw. He didn't say nothing negative about the company that fired his ass. All he basically said that he's a free agent, that he is no longer with Raw, and that's where it ends. I didn't see nothing negative, and I'm pretty sure Sean is not happy. You know, nobody wants to get fired. Even if they deserve to get fired, nobody wants to get fired. That's, right. that's, that's, that's the truth. But Sean was fired and handled it like a man. He's looking around for a sponsor, which he's entitled to. He said he's a free agent, which he's entitled to. Raw did not release a statement, company that fired him. And one of the owners, as far as I know, is still training Sean. So mind your own business and don't make yourself look like a fucking fool. And Matt props to Nick Trujillo for calling it out. There you go. There you go. Oh. Got nothing else to add to it. Nope. Just, we're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave Robbie with the with the final word on that. Yeah. <laughs> Jiffy, Robbie, you merely adopted the English language. Jiffy was born into it. <laughs> Sandeep, Robbie. Can you please bring your beautiful products to India? I will try. Thank you for for, for nice words. Thank you. Appreciate it. And the morphogen plant, Brooke, says she heard morphogen's name, as did Alex. I don't buy for the collabs. I buy when I see quality. Collabs don't sway me. Yeah, and it, there's there's a segment of the supplement buying population that is very much in line with your thinking, Brooke. Although... You look at companies that have huge success like G Fuel when they do like the they had the Venom collaboration. They do all kinds of other video games like they did the Mortal Kombat stuff. There's a significant portion of the population that buys something because it's got a, a collaboration or that's that's the same thing that we've discussed before. I don't understand how influencers make money. Just because some Insta girl says, I use this skin cream, I, I'm not gonna go out and buy it. Sandy's not gonna go out and buy it. Well, first off, we're not on social media, but that that it, I think it goes back to a mentality like what gravitates you. We're ingredient focused here. We're not, you know, drawn into it by fancy labels or any of that kind of stuff. But there is a significant portion of the population that is. So it's just different strokes for different folks. Adaptogens for life. Jojo. Uh, if they would have went with the secret drink as the theme of Space Jam supplement that would have been better. They actually did that. Uh, so many years ago when Ghost was first starting, this was 2017, they released something called uh, Ghost's Secret Stuff. And it looked, the the labeling, the package of it, looked exactly like Michael's water bottle of Michael's Secret Stuff in the movie did. But that was the preview for their Ghost Size formula that I got to try out at the time. Um, so they've already done that. But it, it would have been kind of cool to see him bring it back. Jiffy. Robert, check again with the Gorilla Mind stuff. Gorilla Mind Shroom. Okay, let's see what this is. All right. Did we already talk about this? And we've talked about a couple of other Gorilla stuff. I think uh, this one, too. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, I think we talked about it. I don't remember seeing this one. I know we looked at their Nootropic one and a couple of other things. All right. Gorilla Shroom. Go away. Okay. All right. 10 milligrams. Vitamin B6 is P5P. Good dose on that. Good ingredient form. Uh, vitamin B12 is methylcobalamin. Solid there. Getting 1,500 milligrams of lion's mane mycelium. 
Okay, we're getting 1,000 milligrams of cordyceps mycelium. Something to keep in mind with the mycelium stuff is that two-thirds of that is basically ground-up oats or rice flour or something like that. So the mycelium is grown on these organic grains. And then you can't just you can't just rip off the mycelium from these grains. They it all gets pulverized all together. Um, that's not saying it's bad. It's just I'm partial to the fruiting body. Poor quality. Let's just say. Yeah, I'm like, and I understand there's there's a good amount of research on mycelium. Paul Stamets, who's a noted mycologist, is a huge proponent of the mycelium. It's a little underground network that you can't really see. It's a it's a unicellular organism that just extracts like tree roots all over the the earth. Um, but the fruiting body is really kind of like the payload where the nutrients are. There's different ratios of different bioactives in the mycelium versus the fruiting body. But just understand, like, push comes to shove, I'm going fruiting body over mycelium. Um, 500 milligrams of ashwagandha as the 5% with analyde, which that is the... That's KSM standardization, isn't it? The 5% with analydes? Yeah. Okay, so you get 500 milligrams of something similar to KSM, 500 of reishi, 500, 250 of maitake, 200 of yerba mate, 10% caffeine, so 20 milligrams of caffeine total, uh, 200 milligrams of L-theanine, 10 to 1 ratio of theanine to yerba mate, plus all of the other calming agents that are in here. Eh, I mean, this, that, that might make it for a good relaxing thing. I don't, I don't understand the purpose really of the caffeine in there. Yeah, what's the what's the what's the the entire purpose of the of the product? Is it market is it marketed as a like a cortisol or nootropic? Okay. Newest cognitive support supplement consisting of hand-picked list of mushrooms and nootropics designed to help you reach new levels of mental clarity, information retention, and memory formation without taxing your adrenals with excessive caffeine or exotic stimulants. These ingredients can be have been used for thousands of years, not only for their cognitive enhancing properties, but also for their potential neuroprotective benefits. Um, overall, it's a solid thing. I would I mix up the order of the mushrooms and do them a little bit differently. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't see the purpose of the the yerba mate or the theanine in this at all. Remove that out and put in some other mushroom dosages or bump up the content of some of the other ingredients in there. I agree. You'll be getting caffeine from plenty of other sources throughout your day. That The 20 milligrams here, I don't think it's going to do a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, overall, I'm in, just speaking generally, though, I like lion's mane. I like cordyceps. I like reishi. I mean, I give, I take two to three grams of lion's mane and reishi each, each day. Cordyceps, I only get when I'm taking Pico 2 and the same for uh, Maitake. So, yeah, it's good. There's several other good mushroom products on the market as well. Um, yeah. Uh, the price is $34. Am I seeing it right? Yeah, $34 for 30 servings. I mean, the price is okay. Yeah, yeah, the price. I'm sure there's probably a discount code somewhere you can find. Yeah, yeah. probably there's a coupon code. So yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. In around thirty the box. Yeah. Yeah. This it's just that's what seems kind of weird to me. Is like all you have these mushrooms, which have some obviously neuroprotective properties, but also some adaptogenic qualities. You got two hundred milligrams here of theanine, which is another calming ingredient. Five hundred milligrams of ashwagandha, which it's an adaptogen, so it can modulate you up or down. But for most people, it's going to calm them down, reduce the stress. So why put yerba mate in there? 
Well, here, here is the thing. You know how we always bitch about, well, at least you and I, Robert, Robert bitch about the theanine in pre-workouts and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, we don't see the point in it. I can see the point of theanine here. I don't see the point of caffeine here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly <laughs> what I would say too. I mean, the, the dose isn't large enough to do any kind of notable effects on cognition unless you're somebody that is extremely caffeine naive or something like yeah, that i'm staring at the formula i'm like what the fuck do i want to say about this because i'm a little bit confused and yeah. i always I throw theanine out throw theanine this is the time where i'm gonna say throw caffeine out yeah yeah get rid of caffeine and i mean you could take this before bed um i wouldn't take this first thing in the morning because that would just make me feel miserable no 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 no, no, take this before bed. Get rid of the caffeine and take this before bed. Yeah, um, that's what I, that's what I wanted to say. You know, take it before bed. But yeah, like, I will definitely I will definitely like tweak this formula. Add some, remove that from the theanine and uh, yerba mate. And yeah. I would also, honestly, I would also remove ashwagandha, which is like you know used in in so many products and instead i would for example add some turkey tail and chaga to it and it would be much better yes agreed yeah my suggestion yeah this is one of those formulas that is okay but it has it has holes in it yeah and this is the girl my new topic we talked about last time or a couple of episodes ago where it's 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 a very well dosed product. Again, I, I don't like four hundred micrograms Huperzine for the everyday individual. That's just my personal stance on it. And this is supposed to be like a daily nootropic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Smooth focused. Yeah. When yeah. it's gonna build up in your system, you might not enjoy it too much. Yeah. Three listeners. Let's see. Robert is the mushroom man, so I thought it would be appropriate. Yeah, Lucas Lucas knows a fair amount about mushrooms too, and he's experimented with more mushrooms individually than I have. I'm I've mostly with Rishi, uh, Cordyceps, and Lion's Man. I haven't messed around with any of the other ones. Lucas is uh, more well versed in that department. I like the shroom formula, but don't know why the theanine or yobamata. Yeah, I would I would just go and buy the individual mushroom ingredients, or look. You could look at something like Genius Mushrooms. Or, or super shroom from Glaxon, or just buy some bulk mushroom powder off uh, Amazon. Honestly, if you're like going with the mushrooms, do it exactly the same way as going with the tropics. So before stacking mushrooms together, try to like do, uh, you know, them separately. So for example, start with one, one type of a mushroom, try it out, see how your body reacts, and then maybe incorporate higher dosage or add to it another mushroom that's that's how i did did it and now i'm flying on like stacks and stacks <laughs> hey guys hey sunday drive uh, it's new okay that makes sense but we haven't seen it yet the gorilla shrooms alex all new apollo nutrition assassin skin cream obliterate those blemishes this actually took me by surprise i'm like what <laughs> nice meeting you at the Apollo Seminar. Pete from Power PWR Supplements. What's going on, Pete? Brooke, I'm not as brave as you all regarding flavors. Flavors do help me out. Certain brands have made me sick to my stomach. Do you want to tell us which brands? Which flavors are from those brands? Uh, yeah. Uh, any other main topics for the agenda, gentlemen? 
if not, we can put in the uh, last call for any comments or questions, and then uh, I can let you guys get to bed because it's it's getting on dark thirty in your time zones. That was pretty pretty fun episode, honestly, and I think yeah, that I we, think we should we should probably start looking into doing maybe twice a week, and maybe we can like split up the, um, you know, the um, maybe not the topics, but um, certain way of content the content basically content and I, itself, I, yeah that that's good yeah i really content. i really i really don't know if, if shane can manage you know to do two episodes per week but we can like do one episode without him and one episode you know together so it's 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 your call robert at the end you know i'm i'm always ready if, if just if you let me know so yeah i'm more than happy to be a part of the show and just like do the my Polish stuff. I also think that if we're gonna move to twice, maybe you know, uh, we can start like getting some people, uh, guests uh, once in a while. So if any of you want to have certain somebody that you have in mind, like you know, just send us a message and we will try to get that person. I know yeah. uh, Morphogen Ben has been requested multiple times for us to get him on. Um, oh, he's a great I've, guy. Yeah, I've done two solo podcasts with him, and I mean, I think it'd be good to get him on with the panel. Uh, Chris Raldrum from uh, Inspired, I've also had a couple of requests for him, and I've spoken to him, you know, three or four times on the podcast, one-on-one, so I think it'd be good to do it. I can also talk to Jeff Long. I can also talk to uh, Guy Cicerino. I can definitely talk to Brent (laughs) Moore. We get Guy out here. You and Guy, I, I think Lucas and I could just sit back, eat popcorn, and drink. And yeah, that's, uh, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> I'll throw one topic and then I'm gonna we'll kick the hornet's nest once and then get the fuck out of the way and let you guys go at it. And I uh, probably repeated myself, but I would really like to see uh, Michael from owner of the of the gas. Michael, that's 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 definitely possible. I mean, I can definitely think that I can get Dennis Wolf. Uh, you know, to join us. Uh, he is a very, very interesting person and, uh, you know, with uh, quite a bit of input. And, uh, you know, there, there's definitely a few possibilities that we can cover, like you get a few guests that would be a lot of fun. But, yeah, Branch Warren, Guy Cicerino, Dennis Wolf, uh, Ben Morphogen, um, you know, and uh, Jeff Long, I'm pretty sure that that should not be a problem. Yeah, that works. There's one other name I'll, I'm going to throw out to y'all, but I'll throw it on. I'll, I'll text y'all in the group chat after this. Okay. And, we can, uh, and after see. after all these guys, we're going to do probably Lola, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Collaborate Lola guys. Bunny on here? I'll be having a good time. Yeah. Lucas, we, we got to collaborate? Yeah, let's do that, man. <laughs> Someone's renting his face for a late Halloween party. I'm talking about Shane. How busy is Shane? I mean, his child is the one taking care of him. <laughs> Oh, I called me off Morphogen Ben, yeah. Well, the, the New Zealand internet connection is so poor, Shane has to save up all of his weekly earnings for that one broadcast from south of the equator, and he's, he's got to boost that signal all the way up here. Shipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my friends. Uh, good seeing your faces for this midweek edition of The Final Scoop. For anybody that wants to see me blabber even more on uh, YouTube today, Sandy and I will be doing our uh, weekly live Q&A starting a little after uh, 4 o'clock, so a little bit from an hour by now. But uh, thanks, guys, for joining me. This was fun, and uh, let's start doing this twice a week. I like this. I got time for it. Y'all do, and uh, we'll make it. We'll see you all next time on the uh, the final scoop. Thank, Thank you, guys. you.